Good evening, friends. This is Praying Medic. It is November 3rd, the one-year anniversary of a stolen election. And I am going to get you caught up on the news. I'm going to start out with um, this revelation from Technofog, who uh, was able to obtain FOIA'd emails from the CDC where <laughs> people were discussing the fact that the definition of the word vaccine is problematic. And that led to them actually changing the definition of vaccine on the CDC website because they were concerned and they realized people would point out that by your own definition, uh, the COVID vaccine is not a vaccine because it doesn't prevent uh, transmission. And that's what the old um, definition used to say, and then they changed it. So I thought that was interesting uh, people who are dishonest, well, it usually comes out. Uh, news came out a couple days ago. Pfizer research organization falsified data in their phase three COVID-19 vaccine trial results and fired those who complained about the unethical trial practices to the FDA, according to an investigation. The interesting thing about this is that vaccine companies in the United States are given immunity from legal liability as long as they don't engage in unlawful conduct. And we've talked about this before. I think one of the reasons why President Trump allowed this Operation Warp Speed to go ahead the way it did was that he knew vaccine manufacturers would have to engage in unlawful conduct in order to get these vaccines out to market and that would put them at risk of legal liability. And I suspect that his long game uh, plan was to expose the corruption of Big Pharma. And we'll have to see how that works out. <laughs> and Julian's Rome speculating, not based on anything, but I get this eerie feeling that if this were to happen, it'll hit around Christmas or New Year's. This is um, a video from Candace Owen talking about the World Economic Forum and their announcement that um, they did it, basically did a, uh, a wargaming scenario about a power grid shutdown or internet shutdown or both. And Candace Owen actually explains that um, the, the internet shutdown was done uh, under the auspices of cleaning the internet of misinformation. So I've had, gosh, I can't even remember how many dreams I've had this year about uh, coming communication problems. And I think we're going to see that Will it happen Christmas, New Year's? I don't really know. Uh, but, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell's trial begins, um, jury selection begins, I think, November 30th. So the trial will be in full swing in December. Uh, I think we're likely to see more indictments from Durham probably in December. Uh, January 20th is a one-year anniversary of the start of the Brandon administration. And there's no telling what could happen between now and then. So I think things are going to get interesting in the next couple of months. The FEC, Federal Election Commission, has ruled that foreign donors can finance U.S. referendum campaigns, opening the door to foreign spending on fights over high-profile policy issues. Uh, I did read the article there. And basically, the FEC ruled that ballot initiatives are not actually elections. Therefore, they have ruled that the prohibition on foreign donations to election campaigns 
does not apply. So I think that's you know slippery slope. And again, we'll have to see where this uh, goes. All right, election last night. I was uh, tracking elections around the country, and it was going to bring you uh, some information on what happened in the elections. Uh, the ACLU did file a lawsuit to keep New Jersey polls open late last night due to technical issues. Um, that actually did not happen. I believe the polling places closed at the regular time. It seemed like there was a number of things done in New Jersey to try to um, mess with the election, and I'll just talk about some of those a little bit later on. Glenn Youngkin, uh, we, were, we were following the election last night. Youngkin went out to a big lead, and then his lead started to diminish, and a lot of people were getting upset last night. <laughs> on Telegram and on Gab, wherever you were watching, uh, because it looked like they were going to steal the election from Yunkin. There was a, an announcement um, that Fairfax County was going to rescan ballots, um, and that turned out to be kind of a nothing burger. Harmeet Dillon posted uh, a message on Twitter last night that there was uh, this was agreed to by both Republican and Democrat poll watchers. There was a glitch with one of the machines. They were observing everything. There were attorneys um, on premise, and everything was done okay. And, and it didn't result in any you know votes being flipped or anything. So nothing to worry about there. Glenn Youngkin was uh, declared the winner uh, late last night. Uh, Terry McAuliffe finally conceded sometime early this morning after I went to bed. That was, a, that was an interesting race to watch to see how it turned out. But it, I think the margin was too big. Look, MAGA voters turned out in large numbers. And uh, Republicans had 90% of the poll watching uh, positions filled, unlike in years past where they typically had 20 to 30% of the positions filled. Yesterday, almost all of the poll watching positions are filled. There were attorneys on the ground. Um, there was a, an infrastructure in place to prevent theft, and therefore the election was not stolen. That did not happen in New Jersey, unfortunately. In other races, Ohio House District 15 was up for grabs. Uh, Mike Carey uh, won that one. He was endorsed by President Trump. We were watching this, this race with Phil Murphy. He's the incumbent Democrat uh, governor in New Jersey. He went up against... Jack Chatterelli, and that was a very close race. It's still a very close race. Chatterelli opened up a pretty good lead last night, and then some very strange things happened, and we'll cover those in just a second here. Uh, the, the new lieutenant governor of Virginia, Winsome Sears, interesting woman. She is uh, an immigrant from Haiti. Her father emigrated here from Haiti in the 60s, she came over here to the States uh, when she was six years old. Uh, she is a former Marine. Uh, I believe she has a master's degree. Uh, quite an impressive uh, woman. She did, had a speech last night, an acceptance speech. It was very good, very inspiring. All right, yeah, uh, Anons were a little bit upset last night when they <laughs> thought that Youngkin was going to get the election stolen from him. The Seattle City Attorney's Office, um, I believe the Republican won that race last night by a large margin. It was kind of a blowout. Uh, that was kind of the story around the country. Lots of Republican wins uh, everywhere. 
Kyle Becker put this out. This is a 2022 blueprint. No more top-down coattails, guerrilla war at the local level, parents rising up against school boards, taking every uh, county commissioner, every town supervisor, every county treasurer, do that, and the statewide districts will take care of themselves. There was a lot of uh, unknown people stepping up, taking small uh, offices around the country, and that is what we need to do. Now, there's a fair amount of media meltdown last night. Jake Tapper wasn't too happy. He basically said that uh, all the Republican wins were a rejection of Democrats, either the Democrat Party or, the, or their policies. In New Jersey, <laughs> an unknown man, Edward Durr, who spent less than $200 on his campaign, basically put up a Facebook page and uh, said he's a blue-collar worker with strong conservative beliefs. Um, he is in a very tight race with the current New Jersey State Senate president, who has held on to his seat in the New Jersey Senate longer than anyone. It looks like he's going to get bounced out by an unknown, some patriotic guy who just decided he's going to run for office. And this is the kind of thing that happened uh, in yesterday's election. Just great. There was an interesting observation this morning. Uh, President Trump was on the John Frederick show and a bunch of us were noticing that he was calling out perverts and the mainstream media uh, in this last week. Turns out his reference to perverts was the Lincoln Project, the ones who claimed to have been behind uh, the smear of Glenn Youngkin and the white, the, the fake white supremacists. So we have an answer on that. Uh, stunning transformation on Long Island. This is from a Twitter account. Nassau County GOP sweeps local elections, takes back county executive, comptroller, district attorney offices, retains county clerk, adds seats to the legislative majority, best results for Nassau GOP since 1997. Uh, here's an interesting story in from Michigan. A Michigan occupational safety and health official apparently burned his notes and destroyed emails after he had fined a city in Michigan for violating COVID restrictions. Um, there's an investigation going on into that, I, I hope, and we'll get to the bottom of it, but it doesn't look good. This is a Breitbart article. Governor DeSantis in Florida announced that he is going to create an office to investigate election crimes. And while he was there, he talked about the Brandon administration. And the entire crowd started just chanting, let's go, Brandon. Uh, it's, it's great. Um, I'm glad to see it. Uh, New York State. So this is from Liberty Overwatch. Uh, even in New York State, we got good news on voter integrity. No excuse absentee uh, voting measure was rejected. Same day voter registration was rejected. And shifting the redistricting to be more partisan was rejected. This is from the Red Pill Pharmacist in the Pennsylvania courts. Uh, lots of good wins. Republicans have won massive victories all across statewide races in Pennsylvania, according to the state's election results. In Pennsylvania's Supreme Court race, conservatives held on to retiring Republican Justice Thomas Saylor's seat. Commonwealth Court Judge Kevin uh, Brobson defeated his Democrat uh, challenger by more than 100,000 votes. Uh, but Democrats still outnumber Republicans in the, in the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court 5-2. In Pennsylvania Superior Court, uh, Judge Election Megan Sullivan uh, defeated Democrat 
Lane Timka by nearly 300,000 votes. Pennsylvania also voted in roughly a two to one margin to retain both Republican Superior Court judges, uh, John Bender and Mary Bowes, Commonwealth Court judges Ann Covey and Renee uh, Jubilier and Republicans Stacey Wallace and Drew Compton were elected as judges of the Commonwealth Court. So lots of good wins for Republicans in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Bannon was lit this morning. And by the way, I think we can safely say that the torch has been passed from Rush Limbaugh to Steve Bannon as America's conservative thought leader. Yes, there are many good thought leaders. There are many good broadcasters. But I think that um, Bannon has a hot hand right now. You know, just my opinion. Observations on the election from Liberty Overwatch. The Virginia victory offers a model for overpowering election fraud. Despite dirty voter rolls and a 45-day election that began on September 17th, Republicans triumphed in a red wave, unlike 2020. Number one, the GOP actually made an effort to install fraud countermeasures, including an army of lawyers on the ground, drop box surveillance, ballot and voter security, thousands of poll watchers, and a see something, say something hotline. For the first time in 40 years, GOP poll watcher slots were filled. A Democrat judge had barred Republicans from election day poll watching participation for nearly half a century. Although the judge's order expired in 2018, only 38% of poll watching positions were filled in 2020, compared with more than 90% in yesterday's Virginia election. A fraud fighting system combined with massive turnout is a recipe for Democrat defeat. Eric uh, Newhouse explains how turnout helps combat the fraud. There is evidence of vote flipping, deleting in the Edison feeds, similar to the 2020 general election. I think they ran out of reservoir phantom votes due to exceptionally high turnout in all counties. This is exactly what saved Florida in 2020. The strategy works, vote. Vote like your life depends on it. It is far more important to vote when we know they are stealing and flipping votes. And I could not agree more. I saw some pretty strange things when I was watching the elections last night, particularly in New Jersey. Um, I would be looking at the returns coming in and the percentage of votes in would go, typically goes from lower numbers to higher numbers. Uh, you start at, if you come in at 54%, you watch it go to 55%, then 56 and 57% of the vote in. It's not supposed to go down. I noticed several times last night, the voting percentage would uh, be at like 54%, and then I'd refresh the screen, it would go to 53%. Um, it's not supposed to be that way. There's also some uh, subtractional uh, numbers coming in last night where you could see votes were actually being taken away in some of the reporting. And so there, there was evidence that some votes were being stolen, but it wasn't enough in most cases, except New Jersey, we'll have to talk about that. All right, after being forced out of his teaching job, when a photo of him attending the January 6th protest went public, a Massachusetts man won a seat on the city's school board. Uh, how to get even <laughs> with your enemies. <laughs> I love it. By the way, Kerry Lake is doing a rally tonight in Glendale uh, on the anniversary of the stolen election. Mark Fincham, Liz Harris, Wendy Rogers, Sonny Borelli, Christina Bob, Mike Lindell, and Paul Gosar will be uh, delivering messages as well as President Trump. 
Some of them will be delivering messages on video. I think President Trump is going to be on video. I don't think he's going to be at the, the rally. Um, I will not be there. I had something come up that I have to take care of. But uh, if you're able, you want to duck out there, uh, check it out. A 19-year-old man who had his last year of high school uh, obliterated by the school board got revenge. Um, he ran for the school board and got elected by a 17-point margin of victory yesterday. You gotta love this. Uh, all right, interesting uh, message from Ron Johnson coming out of um, his hearing in Congress today. You know where your country is at when a senator has to reason with uh, politicians about the moral hazard of facilitating human trafficking. And that's basically what Ron Johnson was doing today. He was trying to explain to Congress why facilitating and aiding and abetting human trafficking is not a good thing. This is from Liberty Overwatch, and this has to do with um, the vote stolen <laughs> at midnight in Bergen County, Virginia the biggest county in New Jersey, they reported 100% votes in. And the Republican was up by 10,000 votes. Then later on, uh, they found 40,000 more votes and it flipped to Murphy. Because 30,000 of the 40,000 votes were for the Democrats and 10,000 are for Republicans. Here's a screenshot of that. Uh, you can see here, 561 out of 561 reporting, 100%. This is at uh, 1.11 a.m. in the morning. Uh, Chatterelli is up by uh, 10,000 votes. He's got 114,000 votes. Murphy had 104,000 votes, right? So 10,000 vote margin with 100% reporting on this county. And then a few hours later, well, they found 40,000 votes. So people will have to look into that. The Federal Reserve today announced it's gonna leave interest rates unchanged. Uh, they're calling inflation transitory. Now, this is a slow motion bus wreck uh, that we're watching. So I anticipate infl inflation to get worse as time goes on, potentially a lot worse until the good guys step in. Uh, this is just in from Margot Cleveland uh, on Twitter. The Racine County Sheriff's Office apparently has sent a felony criminal referral for the Wisconsin Election Commission uh, to the prosecutor's office in Racine County. They offered this information to the Wisconsin uh, Attorney General and they were not interested. So I believe this is being prosecuted at the local level. Uh, Virginia Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin sent a fruit basket and a thank you card to the Lincoln Project. <laughs> It's the least we can do, after all. They were instrumental in helping us defeat Terry McAuliffe, said Yunkin aide. Uh, Georgia, in Fulton County, the Fulton County Elections Director, Rick Barron, has resigned, uh, effective at the end of this year. Uh, so we're gonna have to keep a close eye on Fulton County. We have not heard the end of that uh, investigation. There's a lot going on there, and I, I hope it'll end with a full forensic audit when this is all done. Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, tested positive for COVID-19. The surprise there is um, everyone thought he had been vaccinated and it turns out he was not vaccinated. Life comes at you fast. Had an interesting dream last night. Uh, in the dream, a well-known 
and well-liked musician launched an online environment for deplorables that gave us a safe, secure place to engage in virtual hangouts. The rooms that I saw were custom tailored to suit the personal tastes of each user. Like the rooms that I saw for me, they were perfect. I loved them. There's everything that I would want in like a, a virtual uh, room, like on a website. It was just, it was amazing. Um, I didn't feel any caution or fear. I didn't feel anything creepy or threatening. It all seemed very positive. And that dream has me wondering if a patriot with deep pockets is planning to develop um, what I guess I would call a sanctified version of Zuckerberg's metaverse. Uh, this is out from Dave Wasserman, who's a political uh, commentator on Twitter. To put yesterday's election in context, in New Jersey, the GOP legislative candidates outperformed the 2020 Biden-Trump margin in their districts by a median of 10.8 points. If that swing were superimposed nationally, Republicans would pick up 44 House seats in 2022. It was even worse in Virginia. In Virginia, House GOP delegates uh, outperformed the 2020 Trump-Biden margin in their districts by a median of 12.3 points. If that swing were superimposed nationally, Republicans would pick up 51 House seats. That's how awful the political environment is for Dems right now. Also, it looks like in Virginia in the House, they flipped the, the legislature, the state legislature. All of the House seats were up and they're still counting votes, but I believe that Republicans are going to come away with a majority. Democrats did have a 55-45 majority going into yesterday's election. I believe that's going to flip. All right. The Supreme Court has decided it will hear a West Virginia challenge to the EPA's authority over climate change. Attorney General uh, for West Virginia Patrick Morrissey says the Biden administration must go through Congress if it intends to regulate the environmental impact of businesses on the environment. So I have to see how that goes. Uh, Supreme Court's going to take that up. This just came in from uh, the AP. They have declared uh, Phil Murphy the winner uh, as governor of New Jersey. New Jersey does not have an automatic um, recount law, so um, Chatterelli can and probably will request a recount. Any candidate can request a recount in New Jersey as long as they're willing to pay for it. Uh, so I would imagine this will probably go to a recount because it was close enough. And that is all the news I have for you tonight. I am aware that my website is offline right now. Uh, I'm making some changes to the website. It should be back online pretty soon. I apologize for the inconvenience. That's going to do it for tonight. Please keep me and Denise in prayer. Keep President Trump in prayer. Keep Q and the team in prayer. Love you all. Take care. I will catch you on the next broadcast.